0: section 20 of a book of american explorers this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by elsie selwyn a book of american explorers by thomas wentworth higginson book 4 part 3 Cabeza de bacas captivity The eighty men taken by the Indians were soon reduced by death to fifteen. These were made slaves, and were severely treated. I was obliged to remain with the people of the island more than a year, and because of the hard work they put upon me, and their harsh treatment, I determined to flee from them, and go to those of Charuco, who inhabit the forests and country of the main. for the life I led was insupportable. Beside much other labor, i had to get out roots from below the water and from among the cane where it grew in the ground from this employment i had my fingers so worn that did a straw but touch them it would draw blood many of the canes were broken so that they often tore my flesh and i had to go in the midst of them with only the clothing on me i have mentioned accordingly i put myself to work to get over to the other indians and afterward while i was with them affairs changed for me somewhat more favorably I set myself to trafficking and strove to turn my employment to profit in the ways I could best contrive, and by this means I got from the Indians food and good treatment. They would beg me to go from one part to another for things of which they have need, for in consequence of continual hostilities, they cannot travel the country nor make many exchanges. With my merchandise and trade, I went into the interior as far as I pleased, and I traveled along the coast forty or fifty leagues the chief of my wares was pieces of sea-snails and their cones conchs that are used for cutting and a fruit like a bean of the highest value among them which they use as a medicine and employ in their dances and festivities there are sea-beads also and other articles such were what i carried into the interior and in barter for them i brought back skins ochre with which they rub and color their faces and flint for arrow points cement and hard canes of which to make arrows and tassels that are made of the hair of deer ornamented and dyed red this occupation suited me well for the travel gave me liberty to go where i wished i was not obliged to work and was not a slave wherever i went i received fair treatment and the indians gave me to eat for the sake of my commodities my leading object while journeying in this business was to find out the way by which i should have to go forward and i became well known to the inhabitants they were pleased when they saw me and i had brought for them what they wanted and those that did not know me sought and desired my acquaintance for my reputation the hardships that i underwent in this it were too long to tell as well as of peril and privation as of storms and cold many of them found me in the wilderness and alone but i came forth from them all by the great mercy of god our lord because of them i ceased to pursue the business in winter for it is a season in which the natives themselves retire to their villages and huts sluggish and incapable of exertion i was in this country nearly six years alone among the indians and naked like them the reason why i remained so long was that i might take with me from the island the christian lope de Oviedo, de his companion who had been left with him by Alonso del castillo andres de orantes and the rest died soon after their departure and to get the survivor out from there i went over to the island every year and entreated him that we should go in the way we could best contrive in quest of christians he put me off every year saying that in the next coming we would go at last i got him off crossing him over the bay and over four rivers there are in the coast as he could not swim in this way we went on with some indians until coming to a bay, a league in width and everywhere deep from its appearance we supposed it to be that which they call espiritu santo we met some indians on the other side of it who came to visit ours and they told us that beyond them there were three men like us and gave their names and we asked them for the others and they told us that they were all dead of cold and hunger that the indians farther on of whom they were had for their diversion killed diego durantes and Diego de Huelva, because they left one house for another, and that other Indians, their neighbors, with whom Captain Dorantes now was, had, in consequence of a dream, killed Esquibel and Mendez. We asked them how the living were situated, and they answered us that they were very ill-used, for that the boys and some of the Indian men were very idle, and of cruelty gave them severe kicks, cuffs, and blows with sticks, and that such was the life they led among them. We desired to be informed of the country ahead and of the sustenance in it, and they said there was nothing in it to eat, and it was thin of people who suffered of cold having no skins or other things to cover them. They told us also if we wished to see those three Christians two days from that time, the Indians who had them would come to eat walnuts a league from there, on the margin of that river, and that we might know what they had told us of the old usage to be true. They slapped my companion and beat him with a stick, and I was not left without my portion. They frequently threw fragments of mud at us, and every day they put their arrows to our hearts, saying that they were inclined to kill us in the way they had destroyed our friends. Lope Obiedo, my comrade, in fear, said that he wished to go back with the women who had crossed the bay with us, the men having remained some distance behind. I contended strongly with him against his returning, and I urged many objections, but in no way could I keep him, so he went back, and I remained alone with those savages. End of section twenty.